We just need some. Uh, we just need some weird audio. From Dave's got the face right over there. <laughs> there's, there's our uh, lead into this episode. Yes. <laughs> Hello again, and welcome to CCM in 3D. Welcome to our amazing podcast. At least we think it's amazing. Uh, I'm Dan. I'm not amazing. I'm Derek. I'm Dave. Hold on. Let me. T- yeah, I'm Dave. Yeah, okay, good. Right. Dave's your socks. Amazing. Check your oh, socks whatever. for that. Dave is very amazing. <laughs> and we are doing CCM in 3D. And from 1985 to 1995 is our little sweet spot. We love to talk about that. And we're continuing our countdown. <gasps> yes, so we do, are. Do, 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 do. <laughs> the about countdown. There you go. From uh, albums between 1985 and 1995. So those are our bounds. Mm-hmm. So if we like something in 96, can't go there. Like, like a third day. Oh, that album never or something. stopped, you, Dan. We <laughs> I mean, never stopped. Dave. Rules are okay, meant to be I broken. I went out of bounds. <laughs> I will admit it. The last one. He didn't mean to. He, he didn't mean to. That's no, right. Yeah. I've misled. Repented, he was misled. And I won't again. You were misled by the internet, okay. by the information yes. superhighway. It said one thing, but it was actually another. I know. See, it was not <laughs> your fault. I didn't know the internet was never untrue. I thought everything on there was factual. Right. We we did learn. Yeah, we did that. learn a hard lesson. <laughs> so the fourth D here today could really be Dick Clark. Oh, it could. We're counting down. Oh, okay. Well, yep. good point. Or Casey so. Kasem, but he's not a uh, a D letter, so <laughs> exactly. No. Okay, all right. Keep up with me, Derek. C is close to D, so it's almost, <laughs> but not quite. Not quite. So we're doing seventy-one to eighty, or eighty back to seventy-one, right? Eighty to seventy-one. Yeah, that's it. Right. Okay, yeah. excellent. Uh, better get my notes out there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You should get your notes. Yeah. Yeah. But right. while you're getting your notes, yes. Uh, do you want me to just remind our faithful listeners about the basic ground rules that we yes, kind of sort of followed? <laughs> Sorry, yes. <laughs> so um, these albums are in order of preference. So if you hear us talk about our 75th ranked album, when we get 74, we like that one just a little bit better. So yep. we are trying to put these in order the best we can. Um, so uh, I included live albums. I included instrumental albums and various artist albums. So, for example, if you got 10 different artists on a various artist album, uh, you got that. I did not personally include Christmas albums. You guys did. So, um, and I think we've already, I think you've each had one come up. Yes. Haven't you? Yep. Okay. So, um, and then we also, uh, I don't think any of us did, included albums that we kind of considered what we might call God haunted albums by bands that were quite kind of quote unquote secular, but did spiritually aware lyrics. You two, Mister Mister, that sort of thing. Right. So we um, basically, I when I was making my I thought, if could I go down to my local Christian bookstore when those were a thing and get this? Mm-hmm. And if I couldn't, um, then I probably left it off my list because I couldn't get you two or yeah. Mister Mister down there. Right. So that's a good rule of thumb. King's Derek. X. That was another one. So, so that's the. That's the uh, ground rules. I do have something to clear up. Uh-oh. You do? So from the last time, when we did 90 to 81, okay. I said at the beginning, I said, there's one thing missing from this group of 10 albums that stood out to me, and I was going to reveal it at the end. That, oh. I did not reveal it at the end. Oh, okay. <laughs> and here we are four weeks later. Now, some people were like, I don't remember saying that. I was sitting That's on the edge. That's probably true. Yeah. What happened? I, I Frankly, Dan, maybe, I'm surprised you remember this. Maybe one person sitting there just sees Sorry. Touche. Thank you for that. Shots fired, Dave. That. Hey, <laughs> hey now. I met John and Dylan Alfonte? What? <laughs> so. Dave came off the top rope for that one. <laughs> 
<laughs> nice. So uh, my reveal, I got to kind of resolve this here. Okay. My reveal was there was any Tommy Sims on any of those albums. Oh, there that it is. crazy. To Off me. of your 10 albums? Yeah, okay. 10 albums from the last time. So <laughs> this next 10 for me are heavily centered in the late 80s, early 90s. For you? For me. Okay. Our sweet spot here. And six of these are very rock-oriented for me. Okay. Do you want to make any disclaimers before you we jump in? Mine Things are, stood out for you? Uh, anything that stood out here on this list? Um, it's not near as diverse as my last ten. Mm-hmm. I'm a little um, the same way. Like six rock. They're a lot more up. similar, and they're really between almost like 1985 and 1990. Oh, okay. So, so you got a real narrow yeah. band there. Okay. Right. So here's my thought. I'm thinking... None of these albums are going to be on any of you guys' 100. Really? Whoa. From me. Okay, interesting. Whoa now. And most of these artists aren't going to be in your 100. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Well, so I can't I, wait to hear that. Yeah. I'm, think, I'm just thinking. So you might, uh, there'll be a couple. Yeah, But sure. I'm thinking most of these albums will not be in your top 100, and most of these artists won't. So your entire list. All right. So we'll interesting we have goes. to get to the 70s to get to that. Yeah, I just, so, yeah. It's wild. So just where okay. it fell. So. Uh, eeny, so meeny, start, mimo. Me start? Go ahead. Sure. And then yeah. we'll. Yeah. All right. You uh, started the last few times. You don't remember this, but you started the last few times. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> You're right. I do not remember that. <laughs> Derek came off the top rope <laughs> for that one. Oh. Top rope. Man. Shots fired. <laughs> I'm feeling like a chair at a WWE tournament. <laughs> or whatever you call those. Like, tournament. I don't know. It's All right. So number 80 for me. Yep. Jingle. Oh, number 80. Dave's our jingle man. Okay. Is The Choir, Wide-Eyed Wonder from 1989. Fourth album by The Choir. I like some of their stuff, a few individual tracks here and there in the past. But for me, this is one of the more complete albums. And I'm like, I got to have The Choir on here somewhere. Uh And so that that ended up being for me. Atmospheric, kind of Christian alternative rock. It's where I kind of call it. Uh, Derry Doherty, guitar, vocals, Stephen Hindelong, drums. Uh, no doubt these two are very creative. Yeah. Um, I love it. Still doing stuff actually in 2021. Yeah. Even. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Woods is their latest. It's from an album called Deep Cuts. Yep. And really good. Yeah. I really like it. Uh, so some of the standouts on this album, though, are for me are someone to hold on to, to cover you, the title track, Wide Eyed Wonder, Spin You Around, and To Bid Farewell. Mm-hmm. I like all those. Yeah. So, yeah. Like it's a good this. album. Yeah. Great. Great, great choice. All right. Oh, for me? Go yes. ahead, Derek. Oh, okay. So, um, okay. So, we'll see how this goes. Uh, number 80 for me is an album by Second Chapter of Acts. Okay. Oh, yeah. I have no Second Chapter so, of Acts. Good one. Okay. And then, uh, for me, this one is their first Hymns album, Hymns 1. So, this came out in 86. Now, I was born in 67. Not 1867, 1967. <laughs> and I pretty much grew up in the church. So the churches that I attended were very conservative musically. And so if you were going to have a special music, it wasn't a guy with a guitar or somebody with an ukulele or with an auto harp <laughs> or, or whatever. Guitar. It was a choir number. You know, somebody, right. it, was your, it was the choir and the choir yes. robes and all that. So, But once I discovered contemporary Christian music, um, any sort of love that I had for the hymns kind of went out the window. I wanted my music. Yeah. I need, mm-hmm. I need to hear my music. Um, the other stuff was kind of too traditional, too stuffy. That sounds like something my parents would like. So I didn't really have anything to do with hymns. Um, 
It's kind of like Larry Norman sings in the Watch of the Devil. I knock in the hymns. I just ain't dead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Thing, right. so. um, <laughs> well done. So, but I really started back toward hymnody thanks to this album. And I loved second chapter. I've always loved second chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, because someone loaned me How the West Was Won, which oh, is a Jesus album. Great live album. Live album. Probably one of the first Jesus music live albums. Yeah. And it's got Keggy on it. And so I just fell in love with uh, that brother-sister harmony that mm-hmm. they had. Um, I have four girls that sing together, and you cannot beat those sibling harmony voices. Um, but Matthew Ward is just oh, such so a powerhouse. And so on this album, it follows the same formula on almost every song. The, they all three sing a verse, and then Matthew gets a solo oh. and just kills it. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. just, I loved every song. And then finally they give him a solo all by himself, and he sings How Great Thou Art. Mm. And it is one of the most stunning versions of How Great Thou Art. Okay. Just solo Matthew. There's a little bit of harmony in the background, mm-hmm. but... Anyway, that album really started me back toward the hymns, listening to the words, hearing them sung so beautifully, and they did a great job on that. They came out with a second one. wasn't quite as good, but that Hymns 1 album from 86 was fantastic. So that comes in at number 80 for me, second nice. chapter of Acts with Hymns 1. Great band right there, yep. great artist. All right, number 80 for me is Newsboys, and It's Not Ashamed from 1992, nice. the band's fourth album. And I could just hear the song, I'm not ashamed. You know, yes. going through my head, love that song. That's on we my list, that, too. We played that on Z91. We yep. did. This was produced by Steve Taylor. Peter Furler began sharing lead vocals on this album with John James, who would later leave the band. Uh, some highlights. I'm not ashamed, of course. The big radio hits. I cannot get you out of my system. Fun song. Strong love. They even did a, re- or a cover of D&K's Boycott Hell, yes. mm-hmm. which is actually pretty good on yes. this album. And, and the, even kind of poke fun at it a little bit. Yeah, just it? a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And Upon This Rock, those are my standouts, oh, upon though. Upon This Rock but, is uh, so good. Yeah. 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 Not Ashamed from the Newsboys, 1992. Good nice. choice. Yep. Thank you. All right. Number 79. 79. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was that a Prince thing? I don't this know. This Bee Gees what. moment brought to you <laughs> by Gees, yes. 3D. We spared no expense with the jingles. No, we didn't. <laughs> uh, I've got Halo's Halo. They're dis- Wow. Self-titled. Yes. Not on Spotify. Not on it's not. Spotify from 1990. Uh, more great stuff from the Elefante Brothers at Pachyderm. Um, Scott Springer's vocals, so good. Yeah, he was a great singer. And I sometimes hate to, or I do kind of hate to make these comparisons, but uh, very 38 special to me, Yes, I guess. Um, and again, I know I hate to break those comparisons, but uh, drums, keyboards, vacuum vocals were Mike Graham, guitar, uh, Keith Mims, and then, of course, Scott Springer, bass, and the lead. Half of the songs are written by the Elefantes, and mm-hmm. Scott Springer and Mike Graham kind of the other half. And Bob Hartman from Petra had a hand in it, too. Tony Palacio, sung guitar oh, wow. throughout there. Yep. Um, John Elefante, backing vocals, sounds amazing, yep. of course. You know, he's just a powerhouse talent, of course. Um the tracks that hit me the most, first three, Jesus Music, yes. so fun, oh. Lord of All, yes. Good Feeling, mm-hmm. still love Good Feeling, but that's oh. my, you know, more than a feeling Boston one, but Good yeah. Feeling, better. Um, Skyrocket, written by yes. John and Dino, Lose to Live, Sing of His Glory, and going on and on. But, um, and I was doing uh, some work out of the deck uh, a few weeks ago, and I just had this blasting on my exterior speakers. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Kept me working, gave me a little energy. So I, I probably should have uh, put this one a little higher, but... 
I love this album. Yeah. All right, breaking news here. Breaking news. For the first time ever in the countdown, we have a match. Ooh. 79 for me is Halo. Nice. Really? Yes. Well, go Air- ahead and take the floor then. Go ahead. Air 5. Everything Dan said. <laughs> yeah, okay. Skyrocket is probably my favorite on the album, though. Cool. That's I love cool. Skyrocket. Yeah, I, we should. We should. We need to hide the, these more. Then perfect yep. match. Yeah. Perfect match. Yes. Uh, okay. All right, Derek. So, breaking news. Yeah. You want to do it? We almost had a match. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Dan and I almost had a match. My 79 is Wide Eyed Wonder. Oh, so did. I yeah. made this big disclaimer yeah. about you guys aren't going to have any of my artists or any of my albums, and Dan blows it out of the water with the first thing. <laughs> so um, I'm with you. I always found the choir to be so consistently creative, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, a few of the tracks on here, it's not a bad car that I drive. You know, that car yeah. song, it's a little bit yes. of a throwaway, and, and Dan Michael's saxophone gets a little... Uh, out there at <laughs> yes. times, um, but I so remember hearing someone to hold on to on the edge, which was our alternative yes. show on our station, mm-hmm. and it sounded so good. So good. In fact, I almost kept thinking this would sound good just in regular rotation. Mm-hmm. That yep. was, and then the lyric starts out: "Great guns, flesh borders, no time to sing. God bless high church disorder, tall dark evangelist, red brick loose mortar here in Los Angeles. Woke up this morning shaking so hard." Mm-hmm. Again, yeah. those are not the kind of lyrics that are positive and encouraging and easy to decipher on first <laughs> right. hearing. Yep. So um, to bid farewell, I just yep. love. There's no song um, about leaving your family to go to work, especially if you work out of town or if you're a touring musician, which is why they wrote it. Um, insurance policies are in the second drawer, love. You know, he's mm-hmm. telling his wife, mm-hmm. if I die on the road, this is where to find the insurance policies. Mm-hmm. Um and little piece of trivia, that was the very last song on my very last shift at Z91. Wow. I really? played to bid to farewell. Oh, yep. Wow. yep. Nice. So, yep. So that was the very last song I ever played in my radio career, which I still don't have a radio career. But if SiriusXM wants to hire the 3Ds, Ooh. we <laughs> will right. do your classic. Curate. Yes, we will. So that's my 79. We almost had a match. Wow, that was close. Oh, so we should we just have a jingle for almost match, and then <laughs> yeah. we should have one for a perfect match. Perfect match. Yeah, okay. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll effort to get that. Nice. Yes. Okay, so then we can quickly move on to number 78. 78. BGs. <laughs> uh, liaison urgency for me from oh, 1991. Yes. Uh Rick, uh, excuse me, Larry and Tim Melby, second album. Rick Elias helps out on some songs. Yep. Uh, some great tracks in there for me. Urgency, Ocean View, Listen Up, He Smiled, Lay Our Weapons Down, Friend to the World. I couldn't stop writing the favorite songs on that disc. And we I almost listed them all. We played half <laughs> yeah, of them on the station. Of them. <laughs> yes, yeah, we yeah, sure did. Yeah, could you tell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I love that album. I, I like Liaison a lot. I think they did a great job. So, so the sec- their second one comes at, at uh, number 78 for me. Can I say something about this yes. album? Okay, so you remember we had that co-worker who will re- remain nameless okay. that always used to take the song lyrics and kind of just morph Tweak them. Yes. Right. Yeah. So like Margaret Becker's I don't want. I want to live in a sin, uh, simple house. Became. Yeah. I don't want to live with a sinful spouse. Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she took one off yeah. this. Do you remember what it was? No. I must be a friend of the world. Became. I must be offending the girls. Oh, okay. So, wow. That's what it yeah. became. Really good right. at that. Really I have that. no idea why she changed it to <laughs> that. But. And my memory. I was going to say my memory of this album is they came to Wichita, Kansas, America, yes. and played at the Dandelion mm. during this album's tour. I don't know if it was a Z91 show. It may have been, but it was fantastic. Mm. 
It was a lot of fun. The Dandelion. Now, that place, I'm telling you. I did not see All them, of you man. listeners have really? not been to the Dandelion, but that place was dinky. Yes. And the stage was... Tiny. Tiny. Tiny and hard to get power because we played there several times in bands that I was in. And we, I mean, we were just some podunk nobody band. Right. I'm thinking a national touring artist. <laughs> yeah. There, there was and several no, of them came. Right. Yeah. Well, Keggy played there several times. Billy Sprague yeah. played there. And you remember the only way they could come in was either walk through the crowd or, yep. or there was like an upper floor, upper yeah. level and they had to walk down the stairs yeah. and walk yes. to the stage that way. That's yes. how small it was. A lot of them did And that. no outlets. So I'm thinking, how did you even yeah. power your rig? Right. Um, so, yeah. Um, I, I was thinking, too, um, somebody mentioned... I'll have to find it. I, I don't know if it was Liaison or not. Had mentioned something about them. Was it Liaison or Halo that came to Riverfest? Or I was think it, it was Halo. Halo. Was, was it Halo? Halo, yeah. Okay. That My friend mentioned that Halo was touring behind one album, and they played the whole album, <laughs> and they still had time, so they started over. over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they started over. Yeah. Started the album over. Wow. So, That's true. Yeah. I've seen yeah. a few bands do that, and yeah. it's always great. You're like, yeah. Yeah. More, yeah, more. rocket. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so 78 for me. Um, not a match. No okay. breaking news. Okay. All right. Um, and that is from 1989, Brian Duncan's Strong Medicine. Nice. Yeah. I got him too. I did not think this album was going to make my list. There are other Brian, album, uh, Brian uh, Duncan albums that I like very much, and, and, and so I... But I went back and listened to this one. I loved this when it came mm-hmm. out in 89. Yeah, I really loved good. this album. Yeah, really good. This is one of those that gives me all the nostalgic feels when I put it on. Mm-hmm. So I I loved this album. And I figured that's all it was, was nostalgic feels. And I go, yeah, it was, it was 1989. It was great. Mm-hmm. And don't you want to rap? Yeah. It is what it is. Right. And you just hit skip and it's gone yeah it's silly and i i skip it every time sorry brian of course of course but the rest of the album is so fantastic um the saxophone player glenn myerskoff is his name i thought maybe it'd be mark douthat but it wasn't um has some really beautiful saxophone solos the saxophone solo on the title track which is the song about so praying for someone to come through a, Mm -hmm. a sickness and it's got this beautiful saxophone solo in the middle of it. Take sixes on this album. They sound yeah. amazing. Um, Stand in My Place is so good. Lies Upon Lies is great. Um, so I didn't expect this album to hold up, but it sure did. And mm-hmm. It made my list at 78. So nice. from 1989, Strong Medicine. Nice. So I was yeah, surprised. All right, 78 for me. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that this, is, this artist is not on your guys' top 100. Ooh, okay. okay, here we go. And it's Randy Stonehill. Yep, not yep. mine. That's right. Okay. Okay. This is his 1985 album, Love Beyond Reason, an album that I just grew to love, mainly because um, the music videos for this album. He made a full video album along with the regular record. Hmm. Really? And so there was a video show I watched every late Friday night, stayed up for it. It was oh. on like at midnight. Oh, was it? I think I did too. I don't remember the, the name or, of it. What was the name of it? It was uh, well, one on, on TBN with yeah, uh, Matt yes. Crouch. Oh. Uh, video, yeah. something videos. I don't remember. Real videos. Real, Real videos. videos. Yes. 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 Thank you. So they started playing the videos from this album, and I'm like, I kind of like that. I, I like the old Randy Stonehill, and I heard this, and I'm like, eh, this is good. So I really, really got into it. 
uh, some great backing vocalists on this album. Brian Duncan, we mm. just talked about, sings on it. Tata Vega sings on it. Uh, he does a song with Amy Grant called I Can Never Say Goodbye. Beautiful song. Uh, Gods of Men, that's probably my favorite track. A real rocker. I used to dream of being a wanderer with just my sneakers and my own guitar. Well, it got lonely right away. Now I'm happy just to play with my daughter in my own backyard. Yep. Just mm-hmm. a great lyric. That's, mm-hmm. that's you know, very about good. How his life had changed. And uh, he also, what did he do here? Until Your Love Broke Through is on here. Acoustic version oh, of the nice. Keith Spring song. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you ever get the chance, Love Beyond Reason, Randy Stonehill, 1985. Is nice. this the album that had Turning 30 on it, or is that no. Is that, that was later? later. Okay. Yeah, that was okay. later. All yeah. right. All right, number 77. 77. Nobody gets too much. Ha- oh, I was doing, <laughs> doing the Bee Gees there. Oh, but the first second I was like, where's he going with this? Doing the Bee Gees. Then I got very it. Yeah. Very Gib, everybody. Excellent job, sir. Excellent. Appreciate you. So sorry. Uh, number 77 for me, Holy Soldier, uh, self-titled. The first one. Yes. Yeah. 1990. All that hair. Was amazing. Of, yeah, a lot of black and yellow too on that yeah, album cover, of, and yep. not the best album cover in the world. No, Good no, thing no. the music rescues the album yes, cover. Yeah, right. Christian rock and roll hair band, um, but uh, the, they have their rockers and they have their power ballads on here. But when I first came up, uh, produced by David Zafiro, and when it first came out, and I, that first track that hit me was Stranger. I'm like, oh my goodness, it got me. <laughs> yeah, first song, boom. See no evil, tear down the walls. When the rain comes down, eyes of innocence. The power ballad on that one. We are young, we are strong. Rock out on that one too. So my third rock album in a row on my list here: seventy-seven Holy Soldier from nineteen ninety. So he did Halo liaison. Yep. Holy, Holy Soldier. Soldier. I so see I'm, a theme here. I'm starting to see. Yep. It. Yeah. <laughs> It, and you're starting to see the personalities of the 3Ds, and Dan is our resident shredder. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. He is our shredder. Okay, so I'm going to just make this prediction. From here on out, for the rest of my list right now, for this for this recording, yes. none of these albums will be on your lists, either okay. of you, and none of these artists will okay. be on your lists. Okay, if they are, I'm going to give you a computer brains. Okay. Okay. All right. Ooh. Okay, so computer, computer brain. brains. That, that, that was a combination of Bee Gees and something. I don't. Should have been computer brains. It should have been. So number seventy-seven. Yes. Um, is from nineteen ninety-three, and it's Iona Beyond These Shores. Ooh, yeah, definitely don't have Iona. No, I don't have Iona. Okay. Yeah. So if you like your CCM tinged with things like penny whistles, the Baudrain, the Elon pipes, which are the little. The Baudrain is an Irish no drum. I have no idea what you're talking I about. It's a little Irish drum that they Sounds like Mandarin Irish. Chinese to me. I, I have no yeah. idea what you're saying. And the <laughs> Elon pipes, the, the elbow pipes. So then you already know, Iona, and this is one of your favorite albums. <laughs> this is one of your favorite albums. But for the uninitiated, Iona is, I think, one of the most interesting and original CCM bands, period. Just the way they melded kind of Celtic spirituality with... Um, ele- really soaring, beautiful electric guitar, drum beats, some funk-sounding basses, and then all these Irish-sounding instruments. And like I said, kind of the Celtic spirituality lyrics. This album, Beyond These Shores, is um, kind of a kind of a quasi-concept album, and it's loosely based around um, Saint Brendan, who was a sixth-century Christian saint who supposedly sailed to the Americas about a thousand years before Columbus. And so um, 
And so a couple of great songs on here. One that you definitely should listen to is a song called Beachy Head. B-E-A-C-H-Y Head. Beachy Head is a cliff in England that is the third most common suicide spot. Oh, and so the song is written about mm. from the perspective of what are what, what were these souls thinking wow. as they threw themselves over, and um, what what drives a person to throw themselves over the edge? Mm. And this and so if you go out to YouTube, there's videos of Beachy Head, and they've actually got um, people patrolling uh, Beachy Head to try to talk the suicide attempters out of committing mm. suicide. There's wow. there's actually people out there. There's like Christian chaplains out there to give spiritual um, t- uh, comfort to these people. And the title track, I think, speaking of death, is one of the most comforting things about death that I've ever heard from a Christian band. Um, the last verse says, And if I sail beyond the farthest ocean or lose myself in depths below, wherever I may go, your love surrounds me, for you have been before beyond these shores. Wow. wow. So talking about the Lord Jesus yeah. e- even being beyond death and there to welcome us. So mm. that's my number 77 is Beyond These Shores by Iona. Beautiful. That's another one that's not on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Ugh, wish yeah. it was, but it's yeah. not. So some right. of their other stuff is. but yeah. not So Dave, you get to follow that up. Uh, yeah, I was yeah. getting ready to point out what a diverse <laughs> list we've had. We've gone from yes. Holy Soldier <laughs> yes. to Iona, Iona to Kenny Marks. Number hey. 77. I got some Kenny. I've got some Kenny marks on my yes, list. Yes, in fact, what do you've you already had. You've already had, uh, talked about this yeah. one, okay. Dan. It's Attitude from 1985. Yep. And I'm gonna go into a lot of detail because we've covered it. But it's just a just a great Kenny Marks album. I believe his second album, if I'm not uh, mistaken. The party's over. Big hit off of this. Great song about teenage love, and uh, you know about the couple. Is it? It's Johnny and Jeannie. Is that right? Oh, I forget. Oh, or is that living on? Right. Or is that living on a Jamie? prayer? <laughs> I'm, I'm mixing up my. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Kenny yeah, Marks be, has got his six string. You've heard lock. it a thousand times now in your station. <laughs> it's either Kenny Marks or Bon Jovi. What's the difference, really? I mean, you know. Johnny is is the is I know. I think yes. it's Johnny because it's the next yeah. time you see definitely Johnny. Johnny. That's yep. it. That was the follow-up. You definitely got Johnny. Yep. Yep. But is it Janie? I Janie. Janie. That's it. Janie. Is it Janie? Yeah, Janie okay. and Johnny. Yeah. Back okay. at Franklin High School. Is, oh, it's so the... Okay, Franklin. Yeah, okay. So there you go. All right. Uh, I'm off track <laughs> <Wow>. now. <laughs> Soul Reviver, another great song. Yep. Um, oh, a little, a little note here about Kenny Marks. I saw him at Wichita State at the Heskett Center. Oh, no way. Okay. Yes. Playing. Were you at that same concert? Dave, uh, no, I wasn't. No, okay. no, I would have remembered that. Yep. I think it was after his next album. Was it like was after a? Was it a big city youth? Oh thing? yeah, that's what it was. It was a mm. youth deal, okay. and then it ended with a Kenny Marks show. And okay. the DJ that got up to introduce Kenny Marks was from the local top forty station, KKRD, Lyman James. Yes, yes. yes. actually one of our Love listeners, Lyman. one of our friends. Yep, yep. Yes. yep. So oh, there you go. Great. There's my Kenny Marks. Album from 1985, too. number 77, Attitude, not to be confused with any of Bon Jovi's albums. Right. Not to nice. be confused with Slippery When Wet. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number 76. 76. I got David and the Giants. Are yes. you Are you going to stand up? Nice. 1989. And that's, that's the that's letter R, the letter U, yep. going to stand up. <laughs> yep. Um, and not on Spotify, another one. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. Uh, 
David and David David and the Giants album at number ninety nine. Your yep. list earlier, right? Uh, the Huff Brothers, David Claiborne, Ray uh, Rayborn, right? Or Keith Thibodeau. Anyway, I uh, love their sound. Complete album for me. So again, liked a lot of David and the Giants stuff, but mm-hmm. this one is just a good complete album for me. Uh, the only album I have from them on my list, but love their sound. Many singles, rocker, but also had great ballads. Here's my heart. Mm-hmm. Actually found some commercial success. Was played on stations here in Wichita. Mm-hmm. Even uh, tracks. Are you going to stand up? I'll stay with you. Love as a place. And everybody got a story. Those yeah. are some of my favorites from that. Am I remembering correctly? We didn't play a lot of David and the Giants on our station. Not a ton. No. Was it because it was just a little bit too old, or yeah, what? Probably for me, just familiarity. Okay. Wasn't as familiar with them at the time. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's now that you know. If you had a station from back then, you put a lot of their stuff in. I think so, Like yeah. a classic station. Yeah. Okay. But David Huff, just what a distinctive voice. Oh, for sure. Know, just yes. love his voice. Yeah. Okay, number 76 for me is uh, another album and artist that are not on your list. I just know it. Okay. Um, and that is from 1994, Sherry Kagey's A Child of the Father. Okay. Yep. yep. I there. feel like in uh, the notable vocalist female from that era, whether it's uh, Amy or Susan or um, Christine Dente, some of those kind of voices that we very much identify with that era. Um, Sherry Kagi kind of gets no attention, and that's I, I think that's a little bit too bad. She's got a great voice. She's a very she talented does. piano player. Mm-hmm. She writes all of her own music. Um, and her first album was produced by Charlie Peacock, and it's got all the guys on there. It's got Jerry McPherson, Tommy Sims, um, Chris Eaton helps out. Eric Darkin plays drums. Phil Madeira's on it. It's got great Dente. Album. And it's really nice. It's got great Tommy moments. This is one of my wife's favorites. This is one of her go-to CCM albums. Mm-hmm. So I always put it on when she's around, and she loves it and sings along. Um, the song Here You Stand is kind of a wedding-ish song. We had that in our wedding. So nice. this has a, a lot of sentimental f- value for me but it really is a great album her second album was 96 so it falls outside of our little window Mm -hmm. but um this album a child of the father from 94 is really great so that's 76 for me and i think probably a lot of our listeners are aware but there is a phil keggy connection right niece yep uh phil yes i believe that's right i believe that's right she calls him uncle phil right there you go so that'd probably be why because she's niece she popped up in my (laughs) timeline the other night and oh. she's like, hey, I want to do a song for you guys. She's at her piano and just played something. Yeah. Played something and sang, and it was beautiful. Yeah, nice. it's really nice. She's yeah. she's a talented artist. Yeah. So yeah. Very good. Very talented. All right, 76 for me is an album I think, again, Dan has already talked about. Our Hymns. Didn't you have that on your list? Uh, I, oh. I don't know. Not, did I already no? That? That was I'm looking, I'm looking. Too, but yeah, that's what I was thinking. Well, then you just go right on top of it, man. Yeah, go do it. <laughs> I'll do it right now. 1989. I did. You're right. 90, Our hymns. There you go. Yep. Highlights. Uh, my favorite on this album, Russ is Near the Cross. Just a beautiful yeah. rendition mm-hmm. of that hymn. You know, you just you close your eyes and listen to Russ for days on that. Amy Grant, Tis So Sweet, another great song. Um, and I know Derek will disagree with this, but I actually liked Petra's Onward Christian Soldiers. I liked it. To wrap up the album, yeah, <laughs> two out of the three D's. Right, yeah. he's, making know, a, he's making a really pained face right now. He is making a pained face. <laughs> Mild stomach upset. But this will make you feel better. <laughs> Phil Kagi's version of "Oh God, Help in Ages Part." Oh God, our help in ages. Yeah. Past. Yeah. Sorry, pass. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Great one. Take six. Another great one. The Savior's waiting. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, very nice. Very good. 
Our Hymns, beautiful album, 1989, from various artists, part of the Our Collection. Yes. Yep. As, yeah, it was the predecessor to <laughs> Apple's Eye. It's the Our. Our. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. Nice. All right, number 75. 75. Number 75. All right, what do you get when you put Charlie Peacock and Brown Bannister together? A hit. You get The Secret of Time. Yes, you do. Yeah, yeah it is. from 1990. That's number 75 on my list. I mean, Wow. Chris McHugh, Jimmy A, Rick Will, background vocals, Annie Stocking, Ellie Bannister, now Ellie Holcomb of Drew Holcomb of the Neighbors. Yep. Um, Eric Voles, Margaret Becker's on there, Molly Ashworth, Sam Ashworth, Vince Ebo, Wayne Kirkpatrick. I mean, it's lots of power hitters on here. Everybody. Tracks that I love, Big Man's Hat, The Way of Love, Heaven is a Real Place. Uh, some really good stuff, and it's in the encyclopedia, isn't it? In the uh, oh yeah, in the list for yeah. sure. Greatest yeah, and also greatest, one hundred greatest hits. Yeah, it's in there. Uh, forget where it is. It's, it's pretty high. It's in there. It's yeah, it is very list. high. Yeah. yeah, it's in so, the. I think it's I agree with 20. that one. Yeah, <laughs> I do agree with not quite that. as high on my list. I like it. Right, but number seventy-five comes in for me. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, and th that one was in my honorable mention. It pained me to leave it off because yes. again, it's just you stuck to some rules though. I did. You followed the rules. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I did. I might be going to break them on a future episode, though. Ooh. Oh, breaking news. A, that's a teaser. Okay. Yeah. It's a teaser. So, yeah, that one is just, boy, did he come out of the box firing with that one or what? Yes. I mean, just, yes. he'd had other major label stuff before. He has a Solomon Island Records, but man, his first Sparrow album is killer. Mm -hmm. It's so good. And it holds up very well, too. Oh, I guess it's me. I'll 75, Derek. 75. Well, this is going to be my next one with uh, you guys not having either the artist or the album in your list. Okay. And that is uh, from 1989. I guess a lot of mine are 80s this time around. I hadn't really noticed that. 1989, that's Roby Duke's Down to Business. You're right. Um, You're right. I like Roby Duke. Yeah. Not on my list, though. No. So uh, the late Roby Duke died a few years ago. Rest in peace. And Rise in Glory, but um, a completely forgotten album by, I think, really an underrated artist. Um, he, the rhythm section on this entire album is John Robinson on drums, who famous Nashville session drummer, and uh, did a lot of L.A. stuff, too. Um, and the jazz fusion bassist, John Patitucci. And so with that rhythm section, you can't miss. Um, I Shall See God is a really nice song that if I had a classic AC station, that would fit right on mm. there. There's yeah. a really beautiful ballad on there called Rain um, about repentance. Um, again, not on Spotify. Because uh, I was just going to ask that question. No, like, I got to go let's do some homework and listen to no, it. No, not on Spotify. On YouTube. Okay. So you, mm -hmm. can, you can hear that. But yeah, 89, Down to Business by Roby Duke. So that's really underrated artist. So once I get past the Geico commercial on YouTube, then I can hear <laughs> the can, Roby right, Duke. Right. Yes. Album. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Wait, you skip the commercials, Dan? <laughs> no. I listen to him. Okay, oh, okay good. good. Or maybe yeah. I'm forced to. I don't know. You have to. Or the Liberty Mutual. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> Are we advertising Wait. for them? No, we're not. Okay. No, we're not. No okay. advertising. All right. Now, so if we sing it by like the Bee Gees, we would. <laughs> There's none of that. All right. My next two albums are Shredders, Dan. So okay, you'll be good. happy to know that. Be my, ready. My first of which is 1987's debut for White Cross. Oh. And I always feel like I have to say the name like the the concert guy. White Cross, White live Cross. in your city. <laughs> Actually, I did see them live at the Dandelion. 
And no I think way. Ken, I think Derek, you were at that show, right? I think I was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a great show. Yeah, and they came, they came down the staircase, yeah. walked yep. onto the stage. Uh, boy, you talk <laughs> about air guitar heaven with this album. Yeah, playing along with Bruce Carroll, he just shreds all over the place. Scott Wendell's vocals are way up there. Um, I always love the fact they sound like Rat. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, very much, very much mm-hmm. so, like yep. Rat. Uh, highlights enough is enough great rocker he is the rock looking for a reason then of course they've got to have the power ballad yes mm-hmm. where scott brings his vocals down yep. and that's your mind mm-hmm. and then you can't go without mentioning rex carroll's nagasaki solo oh yeah which is fantastic that's right mm-hmm. i forgot about that but if you want an album just to turn up loud and annoy the neighbors here it is white cross 1987 nice very good good one all right they're on to number 74 74 74 uh, Bob Carlyle's self-titled debut album, or yeah. debut album, yeah, okay, uh, 1993. I just realized I have a lot of self-titled albums on here. Yeah, uh, I should have mentioned that. Uh, whoa, debut album, I like it a lot. Yeah, I, I was a too. huge fan of Allies from the get-go, and then he started doing his own stuff. Uh, co-writes here with Bob Farrell, uh, Charlie Peacock, Margaret Becker. Wow, uh, the musicians are amazing. Jackie Street, Slos, Diane Huff, McHugh, the Horns again, or Douthit, produced by Charlie Peacock. Yes, I actually right. didn't even hit me until huh. recently that that is another reason why I like this album. Right, uh, and so the tracks right at the bat: "Mind, Body, Heart, and Soul," "Getting Stronger." I th- I loved that one. It spoke right to me. Yeah, um, "Bridge Between Two Hearts." That's a fun one. Giving You the Rest of My Life, another great one. I'd play any one of those on a CCM station today. For sure. Oh, yeah. Um, and again, Bob's vocals, amazing. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. truly. So number 74. And nice. No, and the best thing about that album, No Butterfly Kisses. Yes. That would come later. That would come later. Yes. And does not make my list. <laughs> uh, so never, number 74 so for me yeah. <laughs> is um, uh, from 1993. Again, an, art, an artist's an album I do not think is going to appear on any of your lists, and that's Twyla Paris. You're right. You're right. And not on my... Beyond a Dream. So this is for my money. We, we've talked a lot about Cry for the Desert. I think this is a better album. Hmm. It, it's brown. Okay, it is. So brown's hmm. on it, and it's got all the players. It's got Dan Huff. It's got Tom Hemby. It's got Paul Lyme, Jerry McPherson, John Jarvis, Alan Pasqua, Chris Eaton, Chris Rodriguez. Wayne Kirkpatrick, Tommy Sims, Shane Keister. It's got all those folks. Um, this is the album that gave us God is in Control. So that was the hit. Oh, right. Okay. So that's the leadoff track. It is what it is. Kind of played for a played to a crisp if you're in the AC. Yeah, definitely. World. Yeah. Way so, yeah. But the deeper cuts are great. Neither Will I is a great song. Um, God Will Never Give Up on You and Neither Will I. Um, Visitor from Heaven is about uh, a child that is born, lives a couple days, and then passes away. Mm. So it's a song for the family. Wow. Um, I Will Worship is a great kind of Twyla classic worship song. Mm-hmm. Um, All My Heart, there's your homework right there. Twyla Paris, All My Heart. Um, her kind of do, if you can imagine, okay, so picture in your mind All I Ever Wanted by Margaret Becker. You know how she's kind of singing a duet with Chris Eaton, mm-hmm. but he's just adding like little... Yep accents uh-huh. around her vocals same thing here with twyla and the accents are sung by chris rodriguez oh wow and they are amazing okay their voices sound so good together huh. and then um 
there's a another great song on here called um, "What Am I Without You" that's got some really pretty Dan Huff kind of lead guitar stuff. Hmm. So Twyla with Dan Huff. Yeah. So it's nice. nice. So this okay. is a really really great album. I'm uh, I probably should have had one, this one a little higher. I like it that much. I'll still pull it out and listen to it a lot. So 1993, Beyond a Dream. That's my 74 pick. All yes. right, yeah. we go from Twyla Paris to Res Band. My yes, number we do, ten. because that's <laughs> the way we roll. <laughs> 74 for me, Between Heaven and Hell, their album from 1985, their seventh album. The first, though, with the shortened Res name. Yep. They went from the mm-hmm. Resurrection Band to Res Band with this album. The follow-up to their more new wave-sounding Hostage album, which I liked. Yeah. But, but I this really, was so much. This better. was so much better. Yes. Mm-hmm. Starts out with "Love Came Down," mm-hmm. so my all-time five or yes. top five Riz band song. albums. You know, the first line. He said that he had your number. <laughs> you yes. know, I mean, he Whoa. just Glenn Kaiser <laughs> just good. gets way up there, man. Yeah. And it's like, wow, love it. Ah. Okay, that won't seem like that anymore, guys. <laughs> oh, sorry. More I got to do more BGs. Main event, that's another uh, standout. I think you know Shadows, a haunting ballad uh, about a serious subject, teenage suicide. Beautiful song there. Uh, of course, rocked up a little bit because it is Res Band. Uh, this release is the beginning of the band's return to its roots, I think, which progressed through For the sure. next several albums. They yeah. kind of went back to their rock roots, and uh, Between Heaven and Hell, it's a fine start in that direction. Did you like Resurrection Band when they were... I mean, did you go back and really like... The early, early resurrection. Band. I, I did. I really liked them. I didn't get into them that early. Okay. Um, it was more like around hostage. Okay. Where I got into them. I remember buying "Awaiting Your Reply" on vinyl. Really? At like some Christian bookstore, and I loved it. It was so. <laughs> and I mean, I, they recorded it in like less than a week for like ten thousand dollars. Wow. But it just was so great. It's like nobody was doing that yeah. at the time. So yeah, res. Yeah, great, great choice. Thanks. One of the things I remember about Res, they always thought they had some good album covers too. They oh, did. Yes. Yeah. For, yeah. yeah. And here's another one. I think it was like a blurred Wendy Kaiser doing like a spin on stage. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. That's that's definitely a break from the artist looking down and to the right. Definitely yeah. smiling. Yeah. Yeah. Caught in a praise spin mm-hmm. or something. Yep. No smiling. No smiling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now on to number seventy three. Seventy three. So uh, I liked a lot of this artist stuff. Uh, one of two albums that comes closest to me to be completed album, Mylon and Broken Heart. Mm-hmm. Yes. Face the Music from Fate. 1988. Oh, yes. Yep. Makes my list at 73. Uh, tracks on there, One by One, 16, Talk to Me, Modern Man. I love Modern Man. Great song. Again and again. Okay, oh, you, I love Modern then, Man. Then you go back to Again and Again. Yes. Great Bruce Hornsby sound. But just sounds great. And Jerome Olds co-writes that. Oh, is that right? So, yeah. Oh, so, just very good. good stuff. I like Mylon. And, again, a lot of his stuff. I got two albums. That's the first one, 73, at number 73, from 1988, Face oh, the Music. Perfect. You got me with Mylon. Love yep. it. Yep. It's going on si- 16, going on 25, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly. That's what it is. 16. Yeah. It's a great album. Okay, my next one in the You Guys Will Never Have This on your uh, list both artist and album, I can promise you okay. will not have this one, All either right. of you. And my number 73 is from 1986, so it barely squeaks in our window, but that's an instrumental album, Michael Gleason's Voices from the Old World. Michael Gleason was I the, do have that one. Oh, no, A you perfect don't. perfect match. No, you don't. Don't even. <laughs> don't bring that noise. Oh. Um, I'm so excited there for a minute, Dan. Oh. No. 
So um, Michael Gleason was the keyboard player for Kerry Livgren's band AD, and so he also toured with Kansas for a while as kind of a second keyboard player. Uh, Michael Gleason's from Wichita, mm-hmm. um, so he cut his teeth playing in bands here. Um, this is an instrumental album. It's beautiful, of course. It's not on Spotify. Um, it was only released on cassette back in the day. I had it on vinyl, too. It was released on vinyl. I had it on vinyl. And um, Carrie Livgren's record company has since made it available on like a CDR you can buy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got that. Um, this is an album that is just waiting for someone to make a movie around it. It's very cinematic music, very dramatic John Williams-esque. But it's gorgeous, and it's um, really pretty. And I bought my vinyl down at Better Book Room. I, oh, nice. I bought it down there. Mm-hmm. So I, Third in Maine. I did, I did walk into a Christian <laughs> bookstore and buy this. So um, it definitely, I will frequently pull this out and listen to it. So huh. number 73 for me, Michael Gleason, Voices from the Old World from my 1986. All instrumental. Nice. Number 73 for me is an album I know you guys love because we've touched on it briefly, and that's Susan Ashton's Angel of Mercy from 1992. Nice. Her nice. sophomore album teams up again with Wayne Kirkpatrick and Brown Bannister, produced four uh, CCM number one singles, nominated for a Grammy in the Best Pop Gospel Album category. Uh, I don't think it won. I'm not sure what won that year, but it was nominated for a Grammy. Mm. Highlights, Here in My Heart, the big radio song, Grand Canyon. Um, love it. Might be one of my might be my favorite Susan Ashton song. It's the close. Grand, Grand just love it. Across. The gulf that we sometimes feel between the Lord and ourselves. Just a great, beautiful song. Alice in Wonderland on here. Uh, the walk walk on by is a great song with a great sax mm-hmm. solo. Love it. Mm-hmm. Nice. So uh, so much good to say about Angels of Mercy from 1992. That's Susan Ashton, not to mention her vocals, of course. That's higher on my list yeah. for sure. Okay. Yep. Awesome. All right, number 72, 72, more uh, than a woman. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right, I got another rocker on here. All so right. My uh, Idol Cure, Tough Love Tough from love. 1988. Second Idol Cure album nice. so far for me. Steve Shannon, Mark Ambrose, Pete Lam- Lamakin, I think is his name. Uh, some David Huff drums oh, uh, produced, right? produced by Bill Baumgart. Uh, did tons of producing in our time period here. Uh, again, second album, Bob Carl makes an appearance. Very foreigner sound. If you're going to compare oh, anything, wow. yeah. Idol Cure is very foreigner to me. Uh, tracks are Just Believe It, Frontline, my favorite. That's a great uh, song. Run cool. in and Draw the Line. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Rocking nice. out. Nice. Frontline. Again, our Shredder uh, D comes through there. Yes. What was the big power ballad from that album? Oh. I forget off the top of my head. Because I, I'm, I I saw somebody post about this album, one of those groups, and they yeah. said that song was always, <laughs> was always on, there's a certain ride at the fair, and they always played that while you rode that ride on a <laughs> no loop. Way. And I remember that, because I rode that ride, and I'm like, yes, I remember that. What huh. in the world? Should we have our cracks? Hey, crack research staff. staff, can you get on that? Find that power ballot. Okay, well, I'll, I'll jump in with my All 72. Right. 72 for Derek. While the crack research staff efforts to find that again so many faces yes so many faces right? so many faces yes yes so this is a you guys so the person that posted about this on facebook right is probably not in wichita yes and they rode this ride somewhere and then you rode it well it's a common fair ride you know that you that the the company wheels Travel, in sets traveling up thing yeah traveling so interesting thing. And, and they must goes, have had this album yeah. And was playing it. Wow, yeah. that is interesting. 
but it was like this song on a loop. Huh. I remember that. Wow. Because oh, at the time I'm like, wait, that's Idle Cure. Huh, yeah. I just about threw up on that ride listening to Idle Cure. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why this album is not on Dave's list. Right, exactly. It made him sick. <laughs> no, that was the ride, not yeah, the album. Yeah. All right. Go ahead, Derek. Sorry. Yeah, anyway. Here's my next one that's not on you guys' list, and that is Sandy Patty from 1990, okay. Another Time, Another Place. Of course, this is the album that gives us the big duet with Wayne Kirkpatrick, which or, or Wayne, Wayne, Wayne Watson, uh, Watson yep. which I still love. That's a great duet yep. uh, from them. Um, but it also has that duet with Amy on Unexpected Friends. Yes, you're right. And it and it be- some beautiful, just really understated Dan Huff guitar work. In fact, the rhythm section on this album. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Are you sitting down? Yes. You are sitting down. Yes. It's Je- it's Nathan East, okay. Jeff Percaro. Uh-huh. I could wow. probably just stop there. Uh, it's on everything. Dan Huff and Robbie Buchanan on keyboards. Okay. Well, that explains nice. why I'm I how much why I love the title track so much. Yeah. But it, I mean, their voices yes. are great, but I've always loved the rhythm section and the music. Yep. Of that that explains it. I had no idea. Yeah, there's a drum fill right right near the end of another time, another yes, place. Yes, you're right. Where Wayne Watson sings uh, "Sweet Someday," and there's a drum fill there, yes. and I thought that sounds so much like a Jeff Porcaro drum fill. And I went and looked it up, and of wow. course, it's Jeff. Wow, so, that's awesome. Um, and then Dan has a guitar solo on that song. Okay, um, and this also has, um, you know, Sandy does those big overproduced Vocal. some people, Vo- yeah, yeah, we're just. Um, the big one on this is probably who will call him King of Kings, which still I think is really powerful and mm. really well done. Um, but this is a great album. It really, I really will pull this one out and still listen to it. So that's my number 72, Another Time in Another Place. I'm going to pull Sandy. it out now and listen yeah, to it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's, I know. It's, it's, it's really good, especially I've, with that rhythm section. Yeah. I have vague memories of it, so I, I have to re-listen to it. Yeah. Because you, you've brought it up a couple times. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Got a Sandy Patty question for you. It okay. was a joke back in the day was that every church had their own Sandy Patty. Oh, when, yes. when churches used to do special music right, right yep. before the sermon. Remember All the music, music now is unspecial. Right. right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So did you guys have Sandy Patty? Mm, did. Yeah, yep. I did too. So yep. there you go. All right. Okay, Sandy Patty to Allies. I know Dan loves this yes. album. Virtues yes. from 1986, my number 72, the band's second album. Way um, higher for me. And I was, I was expected. <laughs> That's a but uh, this album for me takes me way back to the 80s. It's got love the 80s sound so all over this album with mm-hmm. the synthesizers and, and the electronic Dance drums. Dan's in his happy place. Dan is in his happy Dancing place on my right, seat now. right now. Uh, I love about. On With The Fight. Yes. If You Believe. Yes. Love the acapella of Open There. Yes. Bob's vocals on, on Harmony is fantastic. Yes. Fall In Love All Over Again. Yes. Uh, that's a great song. Yeah. yeah really I mean, it's song. just a great Allies album. Yes. Yeah. So, and... and my yes. one pet peeve about the Allies, which I think they would do later, was I never felt like they did a complete full just rock album. Mm-hmm. Right. But they would do with another one that's up on my list higher. Okay. But don't we'll spoil about. it. I won't yeah. spoil okay. it. They got pretty close with that album. All but right. yeah. 72 for me is Virtues. Nice. All right. All right. We got our last one. Yeah. Number 71. 71. How deep. So I get, to, I get to end on this one so I can talk about it for a while. Oh, okay. hits. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. Go ahead. Good. So, another self-titled album. I just realized what? this. What? Take six, nineteen eighty-seven. Oh. I did not expect this album yes, to be on your list. Right? Me neither. So, 
boy, when I first got that this floors when me. I first got this album, I was like, wow, this is so good. There were some yeah. great acapella uh, albums before from different artists. Oh, you yeah. know, Glad and Harvest would do some stuff and things like that. The, the band but, acapella, acapella, of yeah. course, yes. But man, when this hit, I mean, these guys were amazing. Grammy Awards, Dove Awards, Soul Train Award nominations. Uh, the band has worked with Ray Charles. I mean, Don Stevie Henley, Wonder. Whitney Houston, Manhattan Transfer, you name it. Yeah. Uh, Follow up is so much to say. Also, really good, but I just had to give some props to this debut. Oh, <laughs> uh, went to number eight more. on the U.S. jazz chart in, wow. in that time. Uh, the album Take Six is often mistakenly thought to be the name, the named uh, Do Be Do Wop Bop. Because on the album title, it says those words oh, in between really? all their pictures. And so oh, people think, okay. oh, it's take six, doo-wop, be doo-wop, <laughs> or whatever that is. <laughs> uh, and that's not true. Uh, the Again, the album title is really, of course, take six. Uh, standouts are I-L-O-V-E-U. I could play that one on a station today. Um, gold mine, spread love. Uh, it's not complete. I don't know if it's 100% acapella. I think it might be. I think they that, use the yeah, rhythm the sounds. The opening album, the first album is for okay. Because sure. um, it sounds like ILWU has some rhythm sounds in it, but maybe it is just their now, their voices. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna call a penalty here. Oh, uh oh. Is it? Uh, is it uh, is yeah, ILOVEU is on so much to say. Yeah, I'm oh, is look, it? Yeah, I'm looking at it what? on on Spotify. Oh, I'm sorry. All so, right, but then I got and the th- and that does have other instruments. So they okay. branched well, it definitely out a was bit. the takes takes six. Album is what I'm talking about. Though. Yes, so, yeah. Goldmine was on the first album. Okay, thank yeah, you, that, thank you. Yeah, yeah. All right, good. Thank you for catching it, me. That I think just they had a guy that would do like mouth percussion yeah. or like mouth drums. So, okay, yeah. all right. Thank you for the correction. Yeah, Appreciate nope, it. Nope, no worries. And uh, so yeah, I love that one. Still love the album. <sighs> yeah, fantastic. This man. one's much higher for me. Uh, for yeah, sure. it's yeah. good. And uh, number seventy-one for you, Derek. Oh, seventy-one for me. Um, number seventy-one um, is from nineteen ninety-one. Um, that's a big year for us. We we've said, yep. But this is one that kind of fell through the cracks, but not for me. This album, again, I'm regretting not having this a little higher. And it's um, uh, Entertaining Angels by Jimmy A. Yeah, it's a super quirky album, but man, does it hold up? Of course, it's not on Spotify. Mm. Um, Touch of Love is a great kind of ode that Jimmy wrote to his wife. Um, a small touch of love can heal the brokenhearted. Thin but strong chord we played on Z ninety one. Yep, um, that was where all three of members of the Charlie Peacock trio sang. So Charlie would sing, Vince would sing, and Jimmy would sing, and then mm-hmm. they would do three part harmony on the on the chorus. Um, but the the highlight of this album for me uh, is a song near the end called "Contemplate the Emptiness," and is such a great song about coming to the end of oneself. Um, the third verse, oh, this is so good. Um, and again, this is the classic lyric that you would not hear on mainstream Christian radio today. So picture this lyric mm-hmm. okay. being on K-Love or Way. Um, what do you say, uh, what do you do when she walks out on you and you're holding the tab? And you say, what about all those promises we made? What about them? And she says, didn't you know there's no such thing as promises here? Contemplate the emptiness, my friend. Ooh. Yeah. So that yeah. that kind of lyric would not be no. on the on Christian radio this day, but again, somebody approaching 
emptiness from a Christian perspective, mm-hmm. and that's it's so good. Yeah, this album is so underrated. 1991, Entertaining Angels by Jimmy A. Probably should have had it higher, but I got it at 71. 71 for me also has Jimmy A. on oh, it. Oh, okay. that's How kind about, of almost that's a match. a half match, right? A half match. Half match. I don't know what Breaking our music news. is. <laughs> Breaking news. Breaking news. All right, 1989's Charlie Peacock's West Coast Diaries Volume 2. Okay. What yeah. I love about this album, it has a very timeless quality where I could still put the headphones on and just enjoy listening to Charlie, Jimmy A, and Vince Ebo all yeah. together. Nice. It's a short album, but it's a great album. Only eight tracks, uh, No Place Closer to Heaven, In the Light, or a remake there, uh, Nobody's Gonna Bring Me Down, The Way of Love, Big Man's Hat, love yeah. that song. has one of my favorite Charlie lyrics, thought I had to lie like a dog, I was one sick cat. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Fine one. Yep. It's uh, it, this was live. Why it was live? So like, adds a whole nother level to it for me. Just hearing these guys sit down and just play these great songs yep. and sing, um, love it. So West Coast Diaries Volume Two. He did three of these. Yep. This is my favorite out of the three. Yep. Nice. This one is so much higher on my list. Yeah. Not surprised. Uh, no. Okay. But I the other two Charlies on my yeah. list. Yeah. This is going to be nice. Up, 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 up there. For All right. Yeah. There was All our right. uh, there next go. 10. Yeah. Excellent. Next 10. And so, yes, Derek, your list was very diverse. Yes. For sure. Extremely. And I need to go back and listen to some of those. Those, were, those were good. Yeah. Um, hey, real quick. Uh, Joshua had recommended uh, we post our final 100 list once we're all done counting them down. Um, so we're going to try to figure out a way to do that. And also asked, hey, can we post the original 800 album list that you oh, made? Yeah. I thought, oh, that's a good idea. It is good. So idea. we'll try to we'll try to figure something out there yeah. uh, toward the end. Nice. And see if we can do that. Um, any other comments? No. Uh, any more BG songs? No, definitely no more BG songs. <laughs> okay. Do we have any? Shares your love. That's oh, it. Oh man. Thank you. I thought we were going to have any more, Dave. Just there's something about the Bee Gees. There's something about them. It's <laughs> their name has a B and a G in it. <laughs> Two, two Thanks, consonants. Derek. So if you and if you're looking for some fun throwback, uh, Jesus Music 1969 to 1989 Facebook groups, 90s Christian Music Days. There's some great Christian music uh, of our era on the web. It's going to weave in some stuff that maybe you're like, mm, not so much, but it's a great place to find yeah. some good stuff. So uh, sure. thanks again for joining us. I'm Dan, Derek, Dave, 3Ds, and uh, talk to you later. See you soon. We will talk soon.